Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Jessica Toon. And I'm Laura Hartley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey there, Laura. Hey, Jessica. It's you again. It is me again. It's it's because we're doing so great together. <laughs> it's me and you again together. Yes. For the second week in a row. Hey, that's okay. Let's let's get it done. Talk about breaching of contracts. Let's let's go ahead and do that. So we always, of course, love when residential sales transactions go smoothly from the date the house goes on the market all the way through settlement date. Nothing beats a simple note that we didn't say easy transaction. We know that even the most straightforward transactions can have bumps in the road, but we're not talking about those transactions today. Nope. Today we're talking about when things go really wrong. Yes, that's right. You're in the middle of a transaction and one of the parties breaches the contract. I feel like we need like a little drop in here with some ominous music, right? A little dun dun dun. Yeah. A breach of contract is a violation of any of the agreed upon terms and conditions of a binding contract. In a residential sales transaction, there are a lot of terms and conditions that the parties must adhere to, and a breach is a pretty broad term. The breach could be anything from late payment of the EMD to a more serious violation, such as failure to go to the closing table. So let's talk about what actions to take when a breach occurs. First, if you represent the party who breached the contract, you want to speak with them to figure out what is going on. Were they unaware of the obligation? Was it an oversight? Or were they being the villains twirling their mustache and doing it deliberately? (laughs) So those answers are going to guide what happens next. If it is something that they can correct immediately and are willing to do so, then you should make sure they are aware of what needs to happen for them to comply with performance for the breach condition. If it is an issue with escrow, under regulations related to improper delivery of instruments, you will need to timely update all principles to the transaction of any material changes to the transaction. Further, under the Code of Ethics, Article 2 requires that realtors avoid exaggeration, misrepresentation, or concealment of pertinent facts relating to the property or the transaction. Keep in mind your obligations to the transaction and that you may need to make disclosures to the party depending on the nature of your client's breach. If it is a breach that cannot be corrected immediately, you will likely want to talk with your client about their options, recommend that they obtain legal advice, and see whether there are any amendments that should be made to the contract. For example, if your client failed to timely apply for financing and is in breach of their obligations under the financing clause of the contract, you may want to see whether an amendment would extend their timeframes and allow them to properly secure the financing to close on the transaction. If, however, it is a breach that the clients are unable or even unwilling to correct, for example, they changed their mind about selling the house, (laughs) then you need to recommend that they speak to an attorney about the potential consequences of their actions and the monetary damages that they may face for not performing under the contract. If you represent the non-breaching party, you want to speak with them about their options, whether they have a right of termination as a result of the non-performance, whether the parties want to seek a mutual release of contract, or whether they want to seek to enforce the contract. 
Depending on the desired resolution, you likely want to recommend that they speak with an attorney. All right, Jessica, I've got some hotline questions for you. Okay. First, my buyer breached the contract and now the sellers claim that they will keep the buyer's EMD. Are the sellers entitled to the EMD just because the buyers breached the contract? Well, it depends on what clause of the contract was breached and whether the contract then entitles the other party to the EMD. When a buyer breaches the contract, it does not automatically entitle the other party to the EMD unless the contract specifies that. If the contract does not specify that a breach will result in the seller keeping the funds, the sellers may be entitled to monetary damages, but the amount of damages is not automatically set to the amount of the EMD. Laura, the sellers refuse to go to closing and my buyers are distraught. What can they do? Your buyers should seek immediate legal advice. They can continue to perform under the contract. So for example, continue to work with the lender, obtain insurance, et cetera obtain legal advice, and seek to file suit for specific performance to have the contract judicially enforced. Jessica, last question for you. The buyers forgot to deposit the EMD in a timely manner, breaching their obligation under the contract. I got them to deposit it just two days late. Do I really need to let the other party know about this? Yes. VREB has found agents in violation of the regulations for not informing all principals to a transaction that the EMD was not deposited in a timely manner. You need to inform them in writing of this change once you find out about it. All right, so some ways that you can limit your risk. While your clients are ultimately responsible for their contractual breaches, you certainly can help limit the likelihood of a failed contract by explaining their obligations and timeframes under the contract. If your client breaches a contract, work with the client to take corrective action. If they're unwilling or unable to take corrective action, you need to recommend that they speak with an attorney for legal advice. And finally, make sure you adhere to your responsibilities under the Code of Ethics and the Virginia Regulations regarding updating the other party about material changes to the transaction. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes, and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2022. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license.